Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. My brothers, my sisters, we are back. The Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast rolls along despite the fact that the flu tried to take a bite out of me. I mean, he even lost my voice for a couple of days. But don't you worry. Don't fret. The Duke is here, and I have two special guests. We're talking about the Black Nature Boy, Scoot Andrews, you know, celebrating his birthday this week, and he's back on Duke Loves Wrestling to talk family, talk talk about his wrestling legacy, and also to talk about our guest later in the episode, Kiko Harris. Both of these men feel they have the best dropkick in all of pro wrestling, and we're going to find out once and for all at the River City Wrestling Convention. That's right, June 11th and 12th, but on the 12th in particular, Scoot Andrews, Kiko Harris, who has the best dropkick, we're going to find out. In fact, check out this special message from the WWE Hall of Famer, Diamond Dallas Page. That's right, DDP, talking about the River City Wrestling Con. Yo, Jacksonville, look who's back. That's right, baby, it's me. It is DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the Diamond Cutter, the three-time world champion, WWE Hall of Famer, and founder and CEO of DDP Yoga is coming back to Jacksonville in 2022. June 11, 2022, River City Wrestling Con, baby. That's right. Diamond Dallas Page will be there with a host of other legends. And I want to see you there. So right now, don't waste a second. When you get out of the arena tonight, you go right to RiverCityWrestlingCon.com and get your tickets now, baby. To feel the bang! You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks! To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> This is the Black Nature Boy, Scoot Andrews, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, you know I am a huge fan of the Black Nature Boy, Scoot Andrews, legitimately one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, someone that I looked up to as a young person. And and really, you know, I I feel comfortable saying this, one of my better friends in the in the wrestling industry. So actually the the human being himself, not just the wrestling character, uh just as as good of a person outside of wrestling as he is inside of wrestling. So it's always fun to have my man Scoot Andrews on Duke Loves Wrestling. What's been going on there, Scoot? Well, you know, just uh, just did a show up in New Jersey for uh, Expect the Unexpected. And just trying to, you know, trying to keep up with these young kids, man. <laughs> Their cardio is way better than mine, so I got to. <laughs> I need to step it up a little bit. Well, listen, Scoot, I got to I got to bust your chops a little bit. And, you know, you and I, we, we have fun messing with each other about sports and stuff. I got to bust your chops about something, though. OK. When I was at the 
the very first Ring of Honor show, the Era of Honor begins. This yeah. at, at this point, this is like 19, almost 20 years ago. I was there under the impression that the black nature boy, Scoot Andrews, because this was actually promoted. This is going to be your last match. You were supposed to be retiring. So I had the expectation that I was going to witness this history here. Jesus, I finally get to see one of my favorite wrestlers on the planet. I get to see him live. And this is the last time he's going to do it. So this is even more special. And, and if I'm not mistaken, you wrestled Xavier that night, right? I did. Yes. I did. Yes. God, God rest his soul. You wrestled Xavier that night. So it was it was a great match, just a great, great match. And I, it was shocking to know that you were going to retire because – you were you were just so sharp and so fluid, and it was like, man, that's great. Well, here we are in 2022, and coming up on Sunday, June 12th, 2022, <laughs> Scoot Andrews, the Black Nature Boy, is advertised to take on Kiko Harris, literally the man with the most beautiful dropkick in the world. I need to know right now, Scoot Andrews, what the heck is going on, man, because you really never retired. I mean, you, you've been taking bookings and you've been beating up on these young wrestlers all over the country all along here, right? Well, he's got the second best trap, drop kick. Let's leave it at that. Um, I have been, I've been out of the game for roughly 20 years. You know, um, my wife and I had two beautiful young, young girls and I decided that I was going to dedicate myself to my family and not the business. So I, I gave it up for a really long time. Um, I have one away at college. I have one that's a senior who's always gone with her boyfriend and playing sports and just never home. And, you know, the calendar's a little bit more open than it used to be. Um, so, yeah, I took a I took a booking up in Jersey for Expect the Unexpected. Uh, I took the River City WrestleCon booking a few months back. Uh, may have a f- couple in California and a, a few more up in the Northeast. But you know, we never truly retire. Uh, we just we just take some time off. <laughs> One thing that's happening is these young wrestlers, they're seeing that Scoot Andrews, they're doing the research. You know what I mean? You can hear a name. You can say, well, that sounds familiar. But a lot mm-hmm. of these kids are too young to have really seen the majority of your career. Um, so they're going back and they're on YouTube. They're, a lot of folks reach out to me literally every week asking me about you. And it's funny because they watch your stuff and it's like, well, wait a second. I want to wrestle that guy. And it's like, oh, that's cool. You want to wrestle that guy? You want to, you know, share the ring with a legend? It's like, no, I want to beat that guy. I want to test myself. I want to show that, you know, as a young buck, I can I can hang with that guy because, damn, he's good. And it's it's really an interesting psychology here. I mean, when you compare the younger wrestlers of today to say the wrestlers of 20 years ago who were just starting out. And I'm talking about the Brian Kendricks, the Brian Danielsons, the the younger guy, even the Xavier. He was a young guy when you wrestled him in Ring of Honor. What's the major difference that you noticed there? Do you feel these kids are a little bit more disrespectful today than maybe they were back then? I've had a few matches in the past, in the past five years. I, I wrestled Austin Theory here for a reunion show for IPW, which was my home promotion. Um, and that, that was probably two years ago. Um, and then I had the honor of working AC Mac up in New Jersey. And I can say from those two individuals that I've worked from the younger generations, as you say, um, I didn't sense any of that at all. I sense respect. Um, I sense 
a love of the business. I sense wrestling acumen. Um, now I can't speak for, you know, what's going on all over the country, but for the two guys that I have wrestling, obviously Austin theory is now doing his thing up with Vince. Um, both of those guys were top notch. Well, speaking of New Jersey, there's a young guy by the name of Jay Bougie. Okay. He calls himself the God figure and he has his uh, main squeeze with him who watches his back. Shayla, I know Jay Bougie is also going to be at the River City Wrestling Con. He's going to be uh, the special ambassador of the wrestling con. So he's going to be doing a lot of things online, you know, getting the party atmosphere going, maybe hosting some games for the crowd. But he told me flat out, he said, listen, tell Scoot Andrews he's going to have to check in when Jay Bougie's in the room. He needs to come see me. And I thought that was interesting because he's a he's a New York and New Jersey guy. And I know that Jacksonville is your stomping ground. So so this whole concept of you got to check in with him. I mean, what do you think of that? Well, that, that that's interesting. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that I should have to check in with him. But, uh, you know, I'm sure we will come across each other. Uh, Jacksonville is my stomping grounds, born and raised, and where I cut my teeth in the business before I moved to Tampa. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking of my home turf. He needs to actually come find me. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you got these Yankees, man. They they seem to, you know, want to find you and, and get something started. Like you said, Austin Theory, AC Mack, now Jay Bougie. I know Kiko is a local guy, so he's going to be cool. But I don't know, man. There's there's some kind of East Coast, uh, South Coast uh, situation going on here with you, Scoot. Where's this heat coming from, bro? I'm not quite sure, but uh, I mean, it can be handled. (laughs) The squared circle is is the the greater equalizer. (laughs) Man, I know you're not messing around either. Folks got to watch out. It's it's really interesting because as, as great as you are in the ring, you were also a great father and you brought up your, your daughters and I've, you know, I had the, the privilege of, of kind of watching along the last few years. It's been, Jesus, Scoot, it's been six years now since uh, the first time you came on the show and a lot has changed with these girls. They progress, they're turning into young women and you're at your, you and your wife are there every step of the way uh, providing for these kids making sure that they are set up for success and what have you. What's your secret, man? Cause, cause a lot of folks don't uh, necessarily get it right. And it seems like you, you have a pretty good handle on how to make this thing work to set them up for, you know, a bright future there. What's your secret as a parent? <laughs> well, a little bit of luck. <laughs> no. Um, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's all about giving them the attention that they need. Um, providing for them financially, providing for them emotionally, being there for them at all times. Um, I can tell you that any sporting event that they've had over the last 19 years, I have missed zero. Um, Well, I'll take that back. I missed two because my wife and I went on a European cruise with another couple. But, you know, we have been in the stands and, and that's my thing, man. My mom supported me when I played sports. I knew if I looked up in the stands, I would find her there. Um, and, and there's some solace in that, man. You know, sports is tough, especially at a very high competitive level, like both of my daughters are participating in. Well, my oldest is now retired and just a full-time student. But, you know, she's a world champion cheerleader for one of the top teams in the world. And the pressure of, you know, that two and a half minutes is crazy on these kids. 
So, you know, they need to know you're there. Um, they need to know you're there if they're having a, if they're having a, if they're doing a dance, they need to know you're there. If they, they're struggling in school, they need to know you're there. If they're just struggling with anything in general. And I, you know, my wife and I are both very good at being here for our kids. Um, I hate to say it, but you know, when you have children, you kind of stop and the world revolves around them, not you anymore. Uh, I think a lot of parents sometimes forget that. It, they think it's about them, but it, it really isn't. It's about your children until they become adults. So that's the secret that we, we that I see. Um, it may not work for everybody else, but it has definitely worked work for my wife and I. You know, Scoot, you spend a lot of time helping other people achieve their goals. I know that I've sent some young wrestlers your way and you've gotten in the ring with them and, and done some training with them just to kind of you know, give them some tips and what have you. And, and that's your personal time that you spent doing that. And I really want to commend you and thank you for that. Uh, you do it in your in your shoot job life, too, where you train people, develop people, set them up for success so they can have a career as opposed to just a job. There's just something about you where you're constantly giving something back. Where does that come from? Why, why is that such a passion of yours? Because it, it truly is the theme of your life as far as I know it. It stems from high school. Um, you know, I went to a high school. The football team wasn't very good, but, you know, we always had a very good running back. Um, and I was, you know, in a long line of running backs that did well at that school, went on to play college ball. And, uh, you know, each one of those guys – ensured that the one coming up behind them had what they needed and they mentored them towards success. And that, and and that, 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 that struck me. I was like, that's crazy. They didn't really have to do that. So I learned that then, and then, you know, getting to college and playing ball and, you know, as a freshman and sophomores come in, as you get older, you want to make sure that they adjust and make sure they do well. And it just kind of followed me in my professional life. You know, I, I was a sales trainer for a long time, uh, teaching salespeople how to sell our products when I when I was doing that and, and and riding with them in the car and going on sales calls with them and making sure they're doing it right. It's just, you know, it's just how I'm wired. I don't, I don't know. You know, I would like to think it came from something in particular. And, you know, I will go back to that football example, but I'm just wired that way. I don't know. I, just the way I am. And then when I broke into the business, you know, Hack Myers took me into his wing. I'd been trained by a guy in Jacksonville, but Hack really showed me the way. And he really didn't have to do that. Um, and then as younger guys in the locker room at IPW and even at Ring of Honor at the beginning um, were, were coming around, you know, it's always good to help. I just know every time I was the young guy, somebody was giving me tips, giving me pointers. Um, and I didn't want to be that old disgruntled veteran in the corner who's, you know, looking down on everyone and not, and not sharing anything. So it's just 100% the way I'm wired. I don't, I don't know any other way, to be honest. Well, it's, it's really cool. I mean, it's a great example. And and of course, you know, uh, shout out to the Shaw of wrestling there, Hack Myers. My goodness. It's very interesting to hear that that was the guy that really helped develop you in wrestling, considering that your wrestling style is, is pretty different. Your character is pretty different. But well, that, what's that? I, I, not to cut you off, but you know, Hack Hack could go. Uh, you know, his character was hardcore and all that, and he did all that craziness when he was 350 pounds on ECW. But at the core of Hack Myers, he was 
a true hand in the ring. He was unbelievable. So he never really showed it that very that often, but he could go. So um, I just want to make sure people understood that because the way my wrestling style actually came through hack, which is crazy because you never really got to see him get in there and be a mat technician at all. But he could if he if he was ever asked to. And 100 percent, that's what the black nature boy Scoot Andrews is. You're a mat technician. You're a guy that understands the psychology in the ring, what have you. So that's a that's a hell of a compliment to uh, give the nod to Hack Myers for really providing you the proper foundation to be able to build upon that and develop, you know, who you've become in wrestling. It's, it's really, really cool. Now, Scoot, you know, you uh, you get a lot of things right, but you also get a few things wrong. And I know that you're a big Jacksonville Jaguars fan. How did I know that was coming? Listen, as a, coming, man. Our day is coming. As a, as a Cowboys fan, you know, I don't have much to, to talk about trash about these years, but, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. We, we know you must be a true fan because you're rooting for Jacksonville. Well, you know, in the last 20 years, uh, Jacksonville has won five more playoff games than the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank- now, what about basketball? Are you a Miami Heat fan? Because I am. No, I am. I don't really have a team in NBA. I just like watching NBA. Um, you know, I was kind of leaning Lakers when, uh, when, when you had Shaq and then you had Kobe. Um, so, you know, I really, I really don't have a team. Um, my wife is from Cleveland. She loves the Cavs. So when they were good, you know, we kind of watched them a lot, but you know, I really don't pay attention to the NBA till the playoffs. And then I pick a team that I want to win it all each year. So this year, um, my team that I picked is already gone. <laughs> I picked the Suns because I thought that they would they would overcome and 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 win this year after just coming short last year. But you know, didn't really expect them to go out so soon. Um, but I actually am following hockey a little bit more than I do NBA. You know, with Tampa Bay Lightning being you know two time Stanley Cup winners and just the electricity around hockey. Uh, you go to an NBA game regular season wise and it's kind of, you know, it can be kind of lame. They don't really play a whole lot of defense, but you go to an NHL game and I don't care what night of the week it is or what game of, on the schedule it is. It is, it's pure electricity. So I'm, I'm more of a hockey guy actually than NBA. Well, that's really interesting, but Tampa Bay, are they're not in the playoffs right now, right? The lightning. Yeah. Oh yeah, they just swept the Panthers in the in the second round. I'm 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 messing with you there. I know. I know you are. I know you are. So I'm supposed to give you the right answer. <laughs> just testing you. Hey, and shout out to our man Chris Meany over at uh, Game Plus Network. He has that that show Dangle Bet Selly. Chris was on the show a couple weeks ago. Scoot, I may need to to link you up with Chris because I know he would love to uh, have you on his show to talk about the NHL playoffs, especially considering that you're down there. So you can give some insight about the lightning. So I'll definitely make that connection because I think that'd be fun to, to hear the black nature boy, Scoot Andrews on a hockey show. That would be a trip. Not something people would expect, but it would be fun. It would be fun. Well, listen, man, if Titus O'Neill can, can be an ambassador for the lightning, then why can't Scoot Andrews? You know what I mean? So, so it is what it is. So again, you know, we got the river city wrestling convention. It's coming up. Uh, the the weekend of June 11th. So it's June 11th, that's Saturday, and then June 12th, that's Sunday. You're going to be there for the Sunday show. 
Aside from uh, whooping on Kiko Harris, what else can fans expect from the Black Nature Boy Screwed Andrews at the River City Wrestling Convention? Well, I mean, this is crazy or not. This is actually my first wrestling convention that I've ever been to. So I'm I'm not even sure what to expect myself. Um, But I will be there Saturday during the day. Obviously, um, my boy Loki is going to be in the main event on Saturday. So I got to come support him. Um, the card looks stacked, so I'm anxious to actually watch the entire show. So I will be in attendance for that. Um, then that evening, I'm going to jet out probably around six o'clock for a couple of hours and head to the beach because coincidentally, my high school class reunion is that night. Uh, hang out with those folks for a couple hours and then I'll be back for whatever evening festivities that we have on the 11th. And then obviously... I'm going to show everyone that my drop kick is actually better than Kiko's on Sunday. Wow, the gauntlet has been laid down. <laughs> River City Wrestling Convention. Kiko Harris, you better watch yourself. Scoot Andrews has a a whole packed uh schedule there. So he, it doesn't sound like you're taking this guy too seriously here, Scoot. If you you got so much going on Saturday right before you take him on on Sunday. This is interesting. Oh, no, he's being taken very, very seriously. Um, I'm actually doing some training currently with Jay Lethal at the Lethal Academy, the wrestling lab. Um, so, yeah, I'm putting in a little bit extra time to make sure that my drop kick is uh, in great shape. And, you know, I don't really plan on on losing in my hometown. So, yeah, this is I'm not taking him lightly at all. I love it. I love it. Once again, folks, the River City Wrestling Convention. Get your tickets at rivercitywrestling.com. You definitely want to check it out down in Jacksonville, Florida, June 11th and 12th down there. Scoot, if anyone's listening right now wants to uh, keep up with you and what you have going on, and especially these these, uh, promoters and these youngsters who may want to get you in the ring, what's the best way that people could keep up with Scoot Andrews? So the best way to keep up with Scoot Andrews on the the wrestling side is basically Twitter. It's at BNB Scoot Andrews. Um, Instagram and Facebook are more for my my shoot life. Um, but all things wrestling uh, are Twitter. So again, at BNB Scoot Andrews on Twitter. And Scoot, before I let you go, man, if, uh, if I make it down there to Florida soon, uh, are you going to have a Manhattan waiting for me? Oh, I'm going to have a, a homemade Manhattan waiting for you, and I have a smoker, so uh, I'll take care of you. Have you subscribed to the Panera Bread Unlimited Sip Club? Folks, what are you waiting on here? We're talking $8.99 a month, so you can grab yourself a drink once every two hours. It is fantastic. And let me tell you something. They've expanded the Unlimited Sip Club. So not only can you get your hot or iced coffee or your hot or iced tea, now you can get the fountain drink so if you want to grab yourself a soda or check this out okay we are talking about the charged lemonades strawberry lemon mint fuji apple cranberry or the mango yuzu citrus okay these are clean energy drinks folks okay we're talking about guarana and green coffee extract gives you a nice little boost it certainly keeps me charged up to deliver the best episodes of duke loves wrestling for you so what are you waiting on visit your local panera bread or go to panerabread.com sign up for the unlimited sip club enjoy this is kiko harris and you're listening to duke loves wrestling
Well, Kiko Harris, I, I got to tell you, man, this is uh, really interesting to have you on this episode. I just hung up with the Black Nature Boy, Scoot Andrews, literally a, a legend on the independent wrestling scene. And you're on a collision course. You, you're going to be facing Scoot at the River City Wrestling Con Sunday, June 12th, down in Jacksonville, Florida. Scoot Andrews had a lot to say about you there, Kiko. He said you're a nice guy and all that good stuff, but you have the second best dropkick in all of pro wrestling. And he says that, you know, it's actually he, Scoot Andrews, the black nature boy who has the best dropkick in pro wrestling. So w- what's going on here, uh, Kiko? Because that's that's not the way I always knew it there. <laughs> well, first and foremost, let me just say that Scoot Andrews is a legend. And I'm looking forward to going against him on Sunday, June 12th in Jacksonville, Florida. It's uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. I know that for sure. Um, now, as far as the best dropkick is concerned, people have been comparing their dropkick to mine since I've started. So, you know, there's a reason that LeBron James is not in the dunk contest because he has nothing proved. So I kind of feel the same way. If everyone's comparing the dropkick to mine. You know who the best dropkick is. What is it about the way that you do the drop kick that's so different from everybody else. Why, why is it the best drop kick? I think it's a mixture of height because I get higher than everybody else as far as vertical is concerned. And also I still manage to find a way to flip off of it as well. So to do a backflip after the kick, um, I think those two combining factors is what makes mine the best. Um, I've always been a fan of AJ Styles, like you and I were talking beforehand. So I model mine a little bit out of AJ's, the way how he hit it, it was so crisp. Um, and then also Okada, the way Okada gets so high. So I think I'm a good mixture between those two guys. And uh, what I do is, is different than what anyone else can do. You know, it's interesting, um, Kiko, you're a guy that has continued to make a name for himself on the independent wrestling scene, and especially during the this last five, six years. You know, down south, man, your, your name is ringing bells there. What do you attribute that to? I mean, there's so many wrestlers out there. How have you been able to separate yourself from the pack and really stand out and gain the respect that you've gained on the scene? I think a few things. First and foremost is resilience, uh, you know, being able to put up with any type of BS that's put in front of me. But more than anything, I think it's just a combination of having the ability to still be athletic and entertaining. Uh, there's not a lot of people that can do both. Uh, the people that can do both is far and few between. It's usually one or the other. I feel like I have a pretty good mixture of moves, but also character and entertainment value. So I feel like if you mix all those three things, you got a pretty good wrestler. And uh, that's what I feel like I am. I feel like I'm a pretty good wrestler because I have those attributes. Going back from being a kid playing sports, making my own home movies, home videos, you know, being in high school plays, that type of stuff. So all that stuff mixed together, pretty good combination. Now, what's this I hear about your girlfriend, Kiko? We got to talk about this, okay? And and this is a big deal. Um, whenever I told folks you're going to be on the show, so many fans reached out and they were like, can you ask Kiko about his girlfriend? Why is your girlfriend so popular at the wrestling shows and what have you? Because it just seems like whether it's the wrestlers, whether it's the fans, everybody wants to know who this young lady is and, and they just can't seem to keep their eyes off her. <laughs> well, I think the main reason is because she's so damn good looking. I think that's probably part of it. But you know what I mean? Like, her name's Katie, by the way. Katie's always been very supportive of me, and uh, she's a sweetheart on top of that. And, you know, we don't we don't get her involved. She's not a manager. She doesn't want to be, but she's supportive, and she's always friendly and nice. So I think everybody just knowing, you know, first and foremost, she's really good looking, which never hurts, but 
she's a sweet girl that's supportive and you know i love her so i think that's part of the reason but you know mainly mainly is because she's so pretty all right you you got to tell me here kiko what's the craziest story um related to to wrestling and katie have you have you ever had any of these old timers try to try to flirt with your girlfriend or, or maybe they didn't know that you two were together and they were like hey look at her has anything <laughs> like that ever happened at a show before yes yes it has um only one main time actually so at uswa in jacksonville florida uh, we had lanny poffo as our um as our guest and uh lanny was uh sitting next to katie katie was selling some of uh, our merch, that classic tag team merch. And Lanny was sitting next to her and he had all different types of things to say to her. That was, uh, extremely awkward. And I went out there to go introduce myself and he's like, Oh, are you the promoter? And here I am dressed in all my full wrestling gear. I said, no, sir, I'm on the, the card tonight. And I appreciate you being here. Um, this is Katie. And he's like, ah, oh, yes, we've been talking. She's such a fine young lady. How lucky you are. And I'm like, thanks Lanny. <laughs> So I left and, you know, I'm in the back, you know, getting everything ready for the match. And I just keep getting text messages from her like, oh, my gosh, this is so awkward. This is so weird. And uh, come to find out, he was like reading poems to her and stuff like that. Like nothing disrespectful, but enough to be awkward. You know, I don't think that was Lanny's intention. He seemed like he was a good enough guy, but just a little strange, especially from her, considering that she's. She didn't really know anything about wrestling until, you know, she started dating me. So I think when he introduced himself, he introduced himself as Macho Man Randy Savage's brother, which is an odd way to to, to introduce yourself. But, I mean, a lot of people know who Macho Man is. Katie didn't at the time because, like I said, she, she never knew much about wrestling. But that was probably the main interaction with her and Lanny. It was uh, It was odd. Well, this is ridiculous because here this guy is, he's, he's reciting poetry. He's uh, talking about how he's the macho man's brother. He's a genius, you know, all these different things he's trying to pull out. And and Katie is like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it. That's exactly it. But honestly, man, it could have been anybody. It could have been Shawn Michaels or anybody. And she wouldn't have had a clue. She doesn't, she never really followed it. So. For Lanny Poffo, you know how many years he spent on television all over the world, this world-class superstar, and yet, you know, he, he just he, he doesn't have it, man. And, you know, the the man with the with the best drop kick in wrestling gets the girl. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, talk to me about this tag team, man, because you, you know you guys have been uh, kicking some butt down there as well, uh, in Florida, Georgia, all over the place. There, what's going on with this tag team that you have here? Yeah, so Cody and I, Cody Castle and I have been tagging since 2015, that classic tag team. And, you know, he's from Alabama and I'm from Georgia. So I think we linked up mainly because when we met in Florida, we were the only two people with Southern accents. So I think that was part of it. But other than that, it's just our love for, you know, all things old school. I'm a big fan of 80s, 90s, 70s, all that kind of stuff. So we started linking up doing that and... We started out doing 70s stuff. We came out with some ridiculous, ridiculous jackets. Just looked straight up like jackasses, uh, which was fun. And then we've been doing this this 80s deal for a while now. I think we're kind of transitioning out of that. Um, but it's it's been fun, man. Cody's hilarious, and he's got such a great mind for wrestling. And uh, he's very, very underrated and underrated athletically, underrated, underrated as, as far as the entertainer is concerned and the you know, I'm just blessed that uh, he's been my tag partner for so long because he he definitely keeps everything fun. 
Yeah, you guys definitely have a good time. And, and that's what's really cool. Um, do you ever find yourself where you have to, you know, consider maybe you need to drop kick Cody because, you know, he's, you're, you're like brothers, man. You get on each other's nerves. Sometimes you, you might have a disagreement. You know, that's my power bar or, you know, you took the last beer or something like that. So do, do you ever have to threaten to, to drop kick him? Not too many times, man. He usually he usually keeps it on the straight and narrow. But if that situation ever occurred, I think I think I might have to. But not not at this point. I love it. I love it. Once again, folks, the River City Wrestling Convention. Okay, we're talking about June 11th and 12th, but on the 12th in particular, Kiko Harris, the man with the best drop kick in all of wrestling, is taking on the legend, the Black Nature Boy, Scoot Andrews. What can folks expect from you, Kiko, when they see you at the River City Wrestling Convention? Well, I'm excited to be there just because, you know, Jacksonville is kind of like my home away from home because I'm originally from South Georgia from a small town called Blackshear, Blackshear Waycross area, which is about an hour and 30 minutes away from from Jacksonville. So I'm expecting to have a lot of family and friends there. And just to, for them to be able to see me do what I do is uh, is important because, I mean, they're the reason that I'm here, you know. So that and then also seeing all the fans and you know, love seeing all the fans. And I plan on uh, having an outstanding match with Scoot. So. All those factors, I think it's going to make for one hell of a show. You know, Kiko, has anyone told you that you sound like Zach Brown? Because you you absolutely do. If you started, you know, singing uh, Homegrown or something like that, I would believe you were Zach Brown from the Zach Brown band. <laughs> no, I haven't got gotten that yet. But uh, a few people have told me that I should have some type of country music gimmick. But that's just not my style, man. It's just not really my vibe. I like old school country, but nothing really, nothing really new. Old school country. Who's your favorite country artist? Oh, man, I like like stuff like Brooks and Dunn, that kind of thing. Um, Vince Gill, those type of guys. It's just as far back as the you know, 60s, 70s, but mainly 90s, 90s country. Past like 2001, man, it's, it's tough. I'll tell you, when I was in high school, I won the high school talent show. I actually came in first and second place. So I, was, I came in second place because I was part of a group that was singing the, the Free Willy song. The Michael Jackson Free Willy song. You ever seen that movie Free Willy? <laughs> yeah, about the dolphin. Yeah, movie. yeah, about the whale. So, so I, I, I did that, and we did a performance and all that, and we came in second place. But I came in first place with a buddy of mine. Uh, he was playing guitar, and I was singing "Love of a Woman" by okay. Travis Tritt. Okay, I'm a big oh, okay. Travis Tritt guy. So when you talk about you know the the '80s and the <laughs> '90s country man, you, you you're speaking to my soul, brother. Okay, so and in fact. I belted out Love of a Woman on this show before when I first started, and I tagged Travis Tritt, and he actually listened to it and shared it, and he said that wasn't half bad. So, <laughs> How about that, man? And Travis Tritt. Good dude, man. Good dude. And, and and again, you said Brooks and Dunn and Vince Gill. Vince Gill probably had the smoothest country voice, um, just so yeah. smooth. You know, Randy Travis, when you, when you listen to Randy oh, yeah. Travis sing, bro, and how clear his voice is, it's like- where did that where did that go? How come we don't have that in country music today? No, nah, man, everything's just an offshoot of like pop music, it feels like. It's just it's just pop music with a southern accent is the way that I feel about it. But yeah, Randy Travis was awesome. It just it doesn't feel the same, man. Even like, you know, other genres too. Like I was always a big hip hop guy, hip hop, R and B. Just everything now just seems like it's just just some version of pop music, you know, with a different accent. Which well, is they're, disappointing. They're- they're depending on the technology too much. And it's like, you don't have those folks who really have trained their voices to actually, you know, transcend anymore. And it's, it's unfortunate because, 
there was a time when music was music, but, but I agree with you, man. It's, it just doesn't compare today's stuff to yesterday's stuff. Doesn't compare at all. No, not at all, man. And, and I don't know what happened to R and B either. I don't feel like I've heard an R and B song in forever. You know? Yeah. It's, good point. It's, it's it's tough out here. So I usually my playlist. I'm usually 80s and 90s that type of stuff. You know, I'm usually hip hop, but I like the old country music. I'll have that on, you know, on there too, and then some older rock and roll, but. Nothing, nothing too new. Every now and again, something new comes out that I like, but it's few and far in between. Well, I'm sure you're a Chris Stapleton guy. Come on, Kiko, you, you're not into Chris Stapleton. The, you know, the, I don't the, know, the, man. I don't know. Wow, wow. We got to work on that, man. I, I think out of everybody in country, <laughs> out of everybody in country, I think Stapleton could probably bring you back. I don't know. All right, all right. I'll listen to Chris <laughs> Stapleton. I'll do it for you, Duke. I appreciate that. We're talking about everything over here, folks. Wrestling, country, drop kicks, beautiful uh, girlfriends, the whole nine yards here. Kiko, why don't you let everybody know what's the best way they can keep up with you? Because one of the things that I love about you, man, is that you have such an entertaining social media presence, and you say clever things too. It's it's not just you know you're posting stuff. You're it's always clever. It's always a little humor at the end of it, especially when you're talking about football. So, so let everybody know what's the best way they could follow you. Cause you're a football head, man. There's no, there's no two ways about that. You're a big oh, football yeah. fan. So uh, plug away, bro. Well, I appreciate that, man. I feel like sometimes people might think I talk about football too much, which is just so weird to me because I've always compared wrestling to sports. And I, it turns out that a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people compare it more to movies and comic books, which I mean, I can see that too. I'm a big movie fan and I like comic books too, but I don't know how people cannot like sports and like wrestling, but. Yeah, I think I talk way too much about football, especially during the season, but I'm glad that you appreciate it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Kiko underscore Harris and Instagram, same handle, Kiko underscore Harris. And then on Facebook, you can follow Cody and I at Classic Tag Team or type in that Classic Tag Team and we'll pop up. I, I appreciate all that, Duke, because I do try to keep it clever, keep it humorous, keep it light because there's so much stuff on social media. It's just so toxic, man. I really, I'm just there to just have fun, man. Let's have fun and let's, you know, Let's make sure that we we're in a, enjoying ourselves and not just arguing with each other over ridiculous stuff. I hear it, brother. I hear it 100 percent. And you're definitely a guy that you keep it so light that it's worth checking out whatever you're posting on a daily basis, which is great. Uh, before I let you go, Kiko, I got to ask, because you're a Georgia guy. You spent time in Florida. If if I'm taking my lady out, my beautiful lady, and I want a quick bite to eat that you know, it's going to be filling, but also delicious. Between Georgia and, 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 and Florida here, where's a where's a good stop along the road that I can grab a, a decent meal that'll be worth it? Not just for me, because, you know, I don't just want a big, messy meal, you know, how we are. Guys are going to eat with our hands and all that stuff, but something I could take the lady to. I got you. So what, do you, what type of food do you like? Do you like barbecue? you like, you know, anything specific? you like? Mexican. Well, listen, man, I'm a, I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie. I had Brazilian okay. food yesterday and I'll probably have some wow. Japanese food tomorrow. So I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. You know what I mean? I, I love it all. As long as it doesn't have mayonnaise, I don't eat that mayonnaise stuff. Kiko, that's not my thing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big mayonnaise guy either. So I'll feel you on that. Um, there, there's a lot of great places around Atlanta area, man, that, that are really good. But also, I, I mean, since I've been living in Orlando since 2014, we found a lot of good mom and pop restaurants and I like to, uh, I like to support them because it's, you know, it's, everything gets franchised out so many, so much now that it's hard to find a good mom and pop place, but there's a ton of them around here. Um, 
outside of the Orlando area, there is a great barbecue place called Jimmy Bears of Barbecue. Um, they have some great barbecue, and it's just some stuff that, like, you'd have to expect to see this kind of stuff on, like, diners, drive-in, and, and dives with uh, Guy Fieri because all the stuff that they can come up with is is crazy, man. Like, they have, like, uh, tater tots underneath um, potatoes, and, you, you know, you put pulled pork on that, and you have different cheeses and stuff like that. It's delicious. Jimmy Bear's Barbecue in St. Cloud is great. There's also a few places in Melbourne, Florida that are really good. Um, some that follow like, I guess you could say more of a dive, not a dive bar per se, but there's a, there's a little hot dog stand that looks like it was plugged straight out of 1994 called mustards. That's really great too, man. It's just got a whole, it's just got that type of vibe where you feel like you're eating a good burger with Keenan and Kel. (laughs) Like it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice place. So if you ever come down here, man, if you want something local, I would say go to mustards in Melbourne or Jimmy bears in St. Cloud. Those would be my two recommendations. If you are a content creator and you want a great program that provides studio quality sound, especially when you're doing interviews, then I encourage you to check out Zencaster. That's right, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. It is my absolute favorite program to record with. I encourage everyone to check it out, okay? Visit Zencaster.com for more information Enjoy. Oh, yes, Daniel's in here. Very nice. Very well, very famous, etc., etc., catchphrase, catchphrase, you know the thing. Yes, what he is coming to River City Wrestling Con in Jacksonville at the Jacksonville Fairgrounds of some sort. And it appears Billy Ass and the Ash Boys will be there too, so that's a bonus. Then has his good friends. Then as shall be doing a very evil Q&A of some sort. She'll be signing uh, photos, taking photos with the fan housings, doing all of those sorts of things. It'll be quite wonderful. You may come. It is June 11th. It ought to be cast. Saturday. Folks, as always, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. 